0: Hello and welcome to episode three of From the Beginning here on Heavenward Thinking. Today we're going to dig right in, starting Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. And we're going to talk about how God made man and woman in his own image and what that means for us today. In verse 26, then God said, let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. So this is a very important concept for us to understand as Christians. And it really provides a couple important doctrines that we have. Uh, in the church today and one of them is god created mankind in his own image what does that mean well we were given a unique status as being made in a different way than all the other things in creation we're different than the animals now evolution has taught and secularists have taught and the humanistic thinking that we came from uh, originally a blob and that we developed into animals and we come from apes and monkeys and, and that is nonsense if we look at it from a scriptural perspective remember we are going to be seeing the two differences between god's word and man's word and god's authority and man's authority so we got to keep that in mind as we look at this very controversial and very difficult topic to, uh, to discuss so on the one hand we have evolution that says we came from uh, blob and we came from apes and we came from this evolutionary process that developed into what we are now, human beings. And then we have what scripture says, which is God created us in his own image. And it's not until in Genesis chapter one, it's not until God creates human beings that he says the creation is very good. So there's something in there on that sixth day of creation, when God creates human beings, when he creates male and female, there's something different. There's something special there that we need to look at. And that's what I would like to say. It's God creating us in his own image. We need to really look at that because it seems to be something that Genesis chapter one points out to us uh, very boldly. And it really has a huge impact on the rest of our theology, the rest of our understanding of scripture. So we have to debate, is it going to be we came from apes? Does the evidence show us that? Or does what we see point to God's word, what God's word says? And when we look at things, I don't know if you've ever seen any apes or monkeys or any kind of of animal turn into a human being because i sure haven't there's never been a test that anyone's seen where an ape or any animal of any kind became a human being so if you've seen one please let me know if not it seems that god's word is more likely to be trusted than a hypothetical experiment that's never been done that's never been documented and that simply isn't grounded in true science but we can look at science uh, and then test it is it believable. Is it something that lines up with God's word, which we know is true, which we know is trustworthy? God doesn't lie. Human beings do lie. We've talked about that before. And that's where we need to look at that. So when the evidence points to God's word, as we see here, it does. That's what we need to look towards, not where mankind has come up with a different idea based on man's word man's twisted ideas and thoughts developing into their own authority they want to create their own meaning and what we see here in the Genesis chapter one account is it's a very straightforward account God created us in his own image in his own likeness we were given a special uh, command in here and we look at in Genesis chapter 1 we were given the authority over the world we're supposed to subdue the world we're supposed to multiply and then take care of God's world he entrusted us with the resources the of this world and we're taking care of the world and I think we've done a pretty poor job of that most of the time in history but that was what we were originally created for we were to give God the glory and the praise and how we take care of his creation and how we rule over it as human beings made in his likeness we were given that authority from God so we need to look at that and that should show us, wow, we have incredible purpose in our lives here. We're not just here for no reason. We're not some random chance experiment that, boop, here we go, we're human beings. Now we exist for a few years, and then, oh, we're dead and nothing afterwards. No, we have incredible purpose. God made us for a reason. Let's honor that. So as we look at here, we see that we're made in God's likeness. Well, what do we also see in these verses? We were made male and female. Now, this is a very, very controversial point because in our world today, Uh, we've decided that we can uh, create our own gender. We get to just choose all of a sudden. Oh, I don't want to be a man today. I think I'll be a woman. Oh, I think I'll be something totally different. Uh, There's a million different genders that we've come up with. You can be whatever you want. Uh, But that simply isn't true. Uh, It should be pretty obvious based on science, rational science, that there's only two genders. But apparently uh, we are messed up people as we know we are. And we come up with our own thoughts instead of relying on God's word and God's authority. And then we shift over back to that man's word, man's authority. So looking at God's word, God's authority, what does it say? God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. So really, when we look at Genesis chapter 1, verse 27, this should be the end of any debate on gender. There's only two genders, male and female. You're either one or the other, and it's pretty easy to tell which one you are born with. So I think we should be able to look at this and go, there should be no controversy. If we're sticking to what God's word says, what we know is reliable and true, instead of mankind that we know is nonsense and illogical and we are just coming up with our own thinking, we, we shouldn't go with that. We should definitely go with what God's word says. And here it is very clear. There's two genders, male and female. You're one or the other. You're not both and you're not whatever else you want to create. And this really is an important point to understand because We have to either trust our creator or we want to become our own creator where we have decided we can create our own, once again, our own purpose in life, our own meaning, our own gender, our own identity. But when we see what God's word says, we have an identity that God gave us. He created us for a reason. And we need to stick to that and get back to that. So that is an important point for us to understand, and it's really simple when we just look at Genesis chapter 1. So as we are doing our show here from the beginning, we're just hitting point after point here, as especially in the first several chapters of Genesis of here's the foundations, and we're looking at what does God's word say, what does man's word say, and how can we find the truth? Well, right here, we answered a couple questions, and we've really worked our way down into verse 28. Now, once again, what did God create us for? He blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Once again, we are given this creation mandate, as it's often called, to take care of creation. So that should impact how we live our lives. We should be taking care of our creation. Uh, Does that mean we have to always focus on things like climate change? No, we need to focus on Jesus first, but we need to take care of our creation, take care of what God has given us. He created. It's his creation. We need to take care of it as we were commanded to. And then when we get to the end of this chapter. As we're wrapping up Genesis chapter 1, we see that God saw all that he had made, and it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. A couple important important things here to see is that God saw the creation. It was very good. Once again, that puts aside any thought of millions of years of death, disease, destruction, uh, because there was no sin at this point there couldn't have been that there couldn't have been the millions of years it had to be the six literal days and so that once again at the end of this chapter points to what we talked about in the last session here on from the beginning about six literal days now once again we also see creation was very good we now know in our current lives that creation doesn't seem to be very good things are not all good if if you think everything's good in the world, then you probably haven't looked around. There's death, disease, suffering, chaos. There's hatred, anger, anxiety. We have all these things coming at us. How could that be in a very good world? Well, we're going to have to go into the next couple of chapters to see what happened. How did the world get to be the way it is now? How did it go from perfect perfection that God had created, this perfect, sinless world with all these awesome creatures with all this potential for mankind? How did it go from that To where we are now, where we see war, famine, disease, suffering, sicknesses, illness. We see all that stuff. So we're going to look at that and see what happened. And we already know the answer. It's sin. So we're going to see how we transitioned into that. Next week, we're going to look at something in in Genesis chapter 2. We're going to see uh, how God uh, created uh, the first marriage between Adam and Eve and what that looks like and how we can find the answers to marriage and what marriage is supposed to be in a godly way. Uh, from Genesis chapter two. So join us next week as we dig even deeper into this show called From the Beginning.